When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Oh, more Def Leppard. Don't mind that at all. What do we got on Sunday? We got Joan Jett, we got Poison, we got Def Leppard, Motley Crue. I believe Motley Crue is going last. On uh, Sunday night, I saw that somewhere online. They've been alternating or doing uh, two at a time here throughout their stadium tour. Blue Jays now up 5-3. Up 5-3 on the uh, Cubs in the bottom of the seventh. That was a game that had a little bit of... Uh, we, I guess we have... Do we know for sure if it was a microburst or not? We'll just call it a microburst. We had a listener call it a microburst. We'll call it a microburst. Why not? It rained... In, in the this dome's not closed, obviously. So anyway, Blue Jays uh, leading at 5-3. Elks will uh, get back to practice on Thursday into September. September 1st, the Labor Day Classic is on Monday on 6.30, Ched. 1 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff, and the uh, actual kickoff will be at 2.30. Coming up this week on Friday, you got Ottawa at Montreal. Then you have the traditional game Sunday, Winnipeg at Saskatchewan. Monday, Toronto at Hamilton, and then uh, Edmonton at Calgary. The Labor Day rematch, Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. That's going to be the fourth meeting of the season between the Stamps and the Elks, Saturday, September 10th at 6 for that one. Of course, all the Elks games right here on uh, 630 Ched. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. Uh, tomorrow, we will uh, have more to get you ready for uh, Labor Day. Looking to dive into a couple other uh, unique slash sort of uh, quirky. Well, maybe not tomorrow, but by the end of the week, we'll have a little bit of diff- uh, some different things as well. U of A Golden Bears football team. They are uh, they won their preseason game. They're getting ready to go this weekend. Uh, I believe the Golden Bears hockey team already. I think they have exhibition games this weekend, so we may have somebody from their team on the show as well and uh, who knows what else we will get to kellen kennedy is back at the uh sixth do we have our guest kellen or are we uh working on connecting here still endeavoring to connect we'll see see if we can get it but we're gonna we're hopefully gonna have maureen mccord from the ranch on to uh talk a little bit of golf of course one of the stories in golf throughout this season has been the live tour and uh, all the players who have left the pga tour to go to the Liv Turner uh, tour. The latest today, Harold Varner III, who posted a message on social media. I won't read the whole thing, but some of the uh, key parts. He started off by saying, I've always been real, so let me tell it to you straight. I have joined the Liv Golf Tour. He goes on to say the PGA Tour has been a life changer. They gave gave him an opportunity to uh, to play golf as a pro and make a bunch of money and all this kind of stuff. And then he goes on to say, and yeah, the truth is my life is changing. The opportunity to join Live Golf is simply too good of a financial breakthrough for me to pass by. I know what it means to grow up without much. This money is going to ensure that my kid and future Varners will have a solid base to start on and a life 
I could have only dreamt about growing up. It'll also help fund many of the programs I'm building with my foundation. I'll continue to forge pathways for kids interested in golf. This note is a receipt of that. And then Varner concludes by saying, your opinion of me may have changed because of this announcement. No lie, that'll be a tough thing for me to deal with. But I haven't changed. I'm still me. I promise you that. I'll see you all soon. Harold Varner III. So uh, somebody else going to the live tour as we welcome Murray McCourt. He is the executive golf pro and co-owner of the Ranch Golf and Country Club. Well, Murray, uh, I mean, I was going to ask you about the, the tour championship on the weekend, which I will talk about, but more, uh, more news about players going to live. And Harold Varner III one of the few guys to kind of just kind of come out and say, I mean, he basically said it is, it is money that he can't ignore. Right. So I guess people will either respect that or think it's disgusting that that's what he's doing. I guess I'll leave that up uh, to, to individual people. But to me, that's kind of what he's saying. You can't, he loves the PGA tour, but he can't turn down the money. Well, I mean, how do you, how do you argue with that? I mean, it kind of is what it is now. I mean, when when Cam Smith goes, uh, it's all changed, right? And, uh, I mean, Harold Varner, nobody really cares about Harold Varner and what he has to say, which maybe isn't uh, a great thing to say, but it kind of is what it is. But Cam Smith is a, is a game-breaker with this, and, and it's all going to change now. Like, with Cam Smith gone, th- this is real now. It's real. Well, yeah, Cam Smith, one of the top guys, um, you know, and you're right. Some of the other players, while they may be big names, they're, they're you know, a hand, a group of those guys are obviously past their primes. And but I mean, Patrick Reed went over. He won the Masters a few years ago. There have been some other good players, but I agree with you there with Cam Smith going over. The, the you know, the PGA is. I guess trying to adapt and, and McElroy and Tiger, in my mind anyway, I'm curious what you think have sort of maybe become the face of the PGA in terms of trying to hang on to, to some of these players. Like, what do you, what do you think happens next year? Well, I'm the, the biggest Tiger guy ever, but uh, I, I, and I get what they're doing with this stadium series and hitting, hitting balls and with this fancy music and everything. I, I mean, I get it. It's it's the future, and it is what it is. It doesn't interest me, even though I'm a big Tiger Woods guy. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think they're they're on the right path in a certain way. But uh, man, this uh, when Cam Smith is going, this is getting real now. And and uh, man, there's going to be more. Like if, once Cam Smith is gone, there's going to be more guys, more of the best players going. But Here's the other thing. What happens on the other side of that when six guys just left today, what happens to the bottom guys that just get kicked out on the other side of that? Because they only take 48 guys. Right. So where are those guys going? Because if they were part of the PGA Tour before, they're not getting back in now. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's uh, getting crazy. It, it's yeah. turning golf upside down and backwards. Well, it, it, and I was uh, Brendan Escott was filling it on a Bob show on Friday, and he he had me on and asked me about the, the, the all this going on, and I said, the the one thing to me, it's it's a reminder that 
the the players in golf kind of control what happens, right? It's not, I mean, we've seen labor stoppages in the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball almost all the time. The NFL has been pretty steady. And even if the players might get concessions, like I feel it's still a reminder that the owners have a lot of control, right? But I mean, I think it's reminded here, the players have a lot of control and the PGA tour exists because they all agree to play on the PGA tour and now they're not agreeing to it. So that, you know, are, are they going to agree? Are we going to have two tours? How are, what's going to happen with the major championships? Is live going to have their own tournaments that they're going to call majors. Like it's all this player control type stuff that is, is kind of going to determine what's going to happen here. Well, sure. But, but I'm going to go even deeper than that. And the PGA has, uh, has evolved already because of this and they're throwing a lot more money at a lot more things but what about the lpga tour what about the uh the tours below the pga tour i mean these guys are still starving and uh, i mean there's there's great players there and they're not making a lot of money and and the live tour is sitting there and and given given what they're doing to the best but I mean, it needs to filter down. I mean, there's a lot of money there that obviously people don't even recognize and realize, but, I mean, the Canadian Tour is a great example. Like, PGA Tour Canada. These these guys need to get taken care of better than they are because if you're not in the top uh, two, three, four, five guys on the tour, you're not making a living. So it, it needs to keep evolving and getting better for them too. Yeah. Well, and you make a good point about the, you know, the AAA tours, the AA tours, whatever you want to call them, to feed the PGA. Does, I mean, Liv doesn't have that in place, right? They're just right now poaching guys from the PGA. So if are they going to have to start their own developmental tour to have enough golfers to keep doing this for several years? Well, they only take 48 guys. So that's my point. Six guys just signed today. So where are the bottom six guys going? Because they're not going back to the PGA Tour, so where are they going? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great great storyline. I'm glad you brought that up for sure. Murray McCourt from the Ranch, joining us tonight. Okay, it's been great to have you on through the summer. We are getting into the later stages of the of the summer, but still a lot of great weather uh, and a lot of time to golf at, at the Ranch. The Labor Day is Labor Day usually pretty busy, or what's coming up here for you guys? Well, Labor long Day weekend, weekends are. Yeah, long weekends are normally our slowest weekends of the year because every other weekend we have a lot of golf tournaments and, and corporate stuff going on. But, uh, you know, this this weekend it seems like it's been it's crazy busy too. I, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we are so busy. And, you know, with COVID, every golf course, golf boomed, and but golf came back a little bit in the last uh, – few months uh, as everyone's been able to do everything else but, uh, that they never ha- haven't been able to do and all, all that kind of stuff but you know it's just crazy right now but but with us at the ranch I mean we're the, we're the busiest corporate tournament golf course in the province and we haven't been able to do tournaments for two years and now we are and so yeah we're crazy it, it is unbelievable how busy we are and uh, you know, like I can't even describe it. it. It's just been crazy how busy we are. Just appreciate all the all the support that we have, and and uh, you know the team that we have in place, and everything we have going on at the ranch has it's been unbelievable. Uh, I can't even. I I just. I mean, I played I played at the ranch today, 
and the golf course is so good. The greens are so good. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Our, what we have going on is is just phenomenal. And, you know, with the tournaments coming back, I mean, we're so busy. I mean, it's unbelievable how, how good this year has been for us. Yeah. You know, yeah, the course is always in great shape. So I, I think that's uh, that's awesome. The, the greens, I, I, you know, I love the greens out there as well. It's an interesting layout. So definitely if people haven't played the ranch, uh, you still got some time. To, how late do you usually stay open, like into October? Or what's, uh, what's the hope here for how deep into the fall you could go? Well, we always close the same day. This year our closing date is October 16th. Uh, so the weekend after the long weekend in October, but, uh, you know, we just keep our fingers crossed. The weather's going to hang in there and, uh, we can keep on trucking, but, uh, you know, it's been another great season and the weather, I mean, it's tough with this weather like this. I mean, uh, keeping the golf course in, in great condition with this much drought and no, I mean, we literally haven't had hardly any rain in what, three four five six weeks now like it's crazy and it's hot and uh i mean it's t- it's tough to keep golf horses in good condition when the weather is like this but you know we're the golf horse is in great shape at the ranch and uh, i'm sure other golf horses are too but it's tough it's tough in these conditions to keep the weather the, the golf horse in good shape Murray, thanks for coming on. I, I know you're busy. I assume you played a great round today as well as looking after everybody out there at the ranch. Uh, remind people how they can go online, book a tea time, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the ranchgolf.com is how you can book a tea time. And no, I did not play very good today, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow's another day. Hopefully, uh, hopefully tomorrow will be better. But uh, yeah, the ranchgolf.com, that's how you can book a tea time. Murray, you're the best. Thanks for doing this throughout the summer. I always love chatting about the ranch and just chatting golf with you in general, man. Have a good one. Yeah, you have a good night as well. That is Murray McCourt checking in, general manager, executive golf pro, co-owner, the ranch, golf and country club. Great spot to go play. So, uh, yeah, go and check it out if you haven't already played this summer. Or, hey, uh, go again. It's a nice track, absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to help you go to the ranch because we have – a pass for four people to play around at the ranch. So you can take, I, I mean, the way it's written up for me, it says you and three friends. You can take enemies. I don't care. Take whoever you want. You can go with three people if you win. So we're going to tie the show together with this trivia question, which you will have to answer live on air. So I'll ask it now. You can call in during the commercial because, I, as you know, I, I've stopped kind of asking questions cold because then the first caller comes on, they get to all of a sudden think about it, and then I kind of felt bad for people. If I give you a couple minutes to think about it or look it up and, and you're still getting it wrong, well, then, okay, I have less sympathy. Uh, <laughs> that sounded really mean, didn't it? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Kellen will put you all in a queue. So we'll, we'll tie this all together. We were talking about the Oilers maybe scoring 300 goals this season. The last time they did that was in 89-90 when they got to 315. Who led the Oilers in goals in the regular season in 89-90? We'll get to it after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. That is a great track. You might think by the car. I appreciate uh, Brandon writing in to give the backstory of why he listens to 630 Ched from Windsor, Ontario. I won't uh, read the whole tale, but basically he started cheering for the Oilers as a kid in the early 80s, loved Marc Messier, and uh, tunes into a lot of uh, stuff and a lot of inside sports to keep up to date on the Oilers. He also says, I am tired of all the Leafs and Wings love locally. So there we go. Well, Brandon, I appreciate it. You're tuning in from the uh, other side of the country. Windsor uh, had an aunt in Windsor, right across the river from uh, Detroit. There's a big casino in Windsor. Yes, I may have uh, I, I may have uh, dropped a few dollars there uh, visiting several years so, ago. I have okay. a buddy who lives in Windsor, so I should go visit. Well, there him we money. go. There we go. All right, so we're giving away uh, four people a passes for four people to golf at the ranch. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Who led the Oilers in goals? In goals, not in points. In goals, in the uh, regular season back in eighty nine ninety. We have Lacey on the line. Lacey, first of all, thank you very much for listening tonight. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Do you have the answer? Uh, Mark Messier. Do you know how many goals he got? Forty five. You're, you either have a great memory or you looked it up very fast. There's no I shame in either. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, yeah, Messi had a big year. Played 79 games, had 45 goals, 84 assists for 129 points in uh, 89-90, which was uh, how far? He was, what, 37 points ahead of Yari Curry, who had a pretty good season with 33 goals and uh, 60 assists. Glad Anderson, 34 goals, 72 points, as the Oilers went on to win the Stanley Cup this season. Now, are you, were you, uh, I, 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 again, I don't know what vintage you are. I know, we, you, but do you remember those teams or do you have a favorite era of Oilers teams or maybe it's the current team? Uh, the current team is doing very well. I was a little too young to understand hockey in 89. But I'm always cheering for the Oilers. All right. Who's your favorite player on the current team? Connor. All right. Well, pretty, pretty. <laughs> I, just, I always ask just in case somebody's like, I don't know, Cody Cece. Who knows? <laughs> now, are you, are you a golfer? Are you going to use these ranch passes yourself or will you pass I- them on? I am a golfer. I am very excited to use them. The ranch is an awesome course, so I'm pumped. Okay. Have, have you ever listened to Inside Sports before tonight? Yes. I actually listen to 630 Chad all day, every day in my car. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so you <laughs> you are aware then that I often lament the poor status of my golf game. <laughs> are, are, are you in the same category as me where you feel like you, you golf despite your incompetence, or are you actually good? I feel like you're probably actually good. No, I wouldn't necessarily say good, but I really enjoy the game, and I do try my best when I'm out there. Okay. Have you ever b- become angry while playing golf? Uh, yes, lots. <laughs> I love how you're just, it, you didn't even golf? try to hide it. <laughs> Is it golf if you don't get a little angry sometimes, right? Yes. Uh, I've, uh, I, I used to get a lot more, like uh, when I hit a bad shot, I allow myself like a second or two to say a bad word or kind of grumble 
but I've gotten better. Like, okay, now you got to go hit the next one. Don't let it ruin the entire. Where where do you usually play? I'm curious because I try to play uh, as many places as I can, though I don't have a lot of time. Do you have places you like to go? Um, I do enjoy the quarry and the ranch, and Lynx and Spruce Grove is great, too. Those are probably my three favorite courses. I have played all those courses this summer, and, of course, the Lynx hosts our 630 Chet Center's anonymous tournament every year. Okay, Lacey, thank you for listening. Congratulations. Kellen's going to take down uh, some info here so we can make sure to get you the pass. So, so he'll put you on hold and, and talk to you, so don't hang up. And congratulations, and thanks for listening, and thanks for chatting. Thanks so much. All right, that was Lacey gets the uh, passes to golf at the uh, ranch. Yeah, I'm looking back on these 89-90 stats. Tikkanen got to 30 goals that year. Simpson had 29. Peter Klima had 25. He only played 63 games. And he got a pretty big one in the Stanley Cup final that year. Uh, Mac T had 21 goals in 80 games. So the Oilers had seven 20 goal scorers that year, and uh, Marty Jelena had 17 goals in just 46 games, so he was on pace for it. Vladimir Ruzichka was on that team. He had 11 goals. Mark Lamb chipped in with 12. So that was the last time the Oilers got to over 300 goals in the regular season. They had 315. Last year, they had 285. I think they're going to get to 300 in the upcoming season. You can vote yes or no. Go to my poll on Twitter. It's open until noon tomorrow. Right now, 72% of you think the Oilers will score 300 or more. Okay, you heard from Murray McCourt, Jed Roberts, Jack Michaels. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll have another edition of Inside Sports at 6. Talk to you then.